This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It is a wonderful football Wednesday. It is Nick. It is Ken. It is you here on the BetQL Network. And it's great to be on with our friends at Stadium for the next two hours. So if you're watching us on Stadium, welcome to the show. WatchStadium.com, YouTube TV, Roku, Amazon, Fubo TV, Samsung TV Plus, Tubi, and more. It's awesome to be with you here for the next two hours. We'll be joined by pro sports better Rob Bazola in just a second. Rob's going to give us his favorite looks for Week 7 in the National Football League. But if you're joining us right now on Stadium, we'll give you the rest of the rundown here for the next two-plus hours here on the show. Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger, will join us in 20 minutes. Jeremy Roenick, hockey legend, stops by one hour from now. Will Brinson from CBS Sports also going to join us next hour on the show, and we will bring you uh, a ton of quarterback news also. We talked about Trevor Lawrence in hour number one, questionable to play tomorrow night against the New Orleans Saints on Thursday night football. We still have to get to, to quarterback news in the Giants-Commanders game. We got to get to the Raiders-Bears game where we have news on, on both sides. Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Some maybe like major wind in the forecast in Foxborough for that Bills-Patriots game. So we still have a lot to do here on this wonderful football Wednesday. And in the final hour of the show, Eric Eager stops by and we'll give you all our bets coming up for tonight. Um, also, we've got a little bit of breaking news in the NFL, and we'll bring Rob on in a second. How about our Odyssey teammate, uh, Carrington Harrison, who hosts uh, Afternoon Drive in Kansas City. Great guy. I've been on his show before. He's reporting that Frank Clark having a physical done right now at the Chiefs facility. So maybe the Chiefs are going to bring back Frank Clark. We told you last hour they just brought back Mecole Hardman in a trade from the Jets, so the Chiefs trying to get the band back together here. I feel like Frank Clark would be a pretty good signing for Kansas City. That being reported by our Odyssey teammate, Carrington Harrison, who is, again, the afternoon drive host for the Kansas City Station, uh, the Odyssey Kansas City Station. But joining us right now is our good friend, pro sports better, Rob Pozzola. Rob on Twitter, at his name, at Rob Pozzola. You got to check out Rob's sports betting podcast, Circles Off, and check out his sports betting content company, The Hammer, on Twitter at The Hammer HQ. A lot of uh, guys that work for The Hammer, come on, you better you bet and support us. So please support The Hammer. Follow them on Twitter at The Hammer HQ. Rob, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, happy week seven in the NFL. Yeah, happy week seven to you guys as well. I'm glad to be on from week six. It was a pretty miserable week for me. I'm still actually shaking just thinking about Mac Jones taking that safety after Devontae (laughs) Parker drops like that 40-yard pass down the field. Like the perfect, the best pass Mac Jones has thrown all year gets dropped and he takes a safety on the next play. Uh, but at least the Cowboys won on Monday night. I'm on to week seven. Don't want to live in the past any more than that. I'm actually like I'm actually shaking as we're doing this, just thinking about <laughs> my my previous week. Yes, the NFL betting it's the best. <laughs> makes makes you shake four days later. Sounds really healthy. Sounds awesome. Uh, Rob, as as Nick mentioned, we have like a ton of games with with injuries, with quarterback injuries. That's kind of all over the board this week. We're going to start though with a game that that doesn't really have that. There are injury concerns in Ravens Lions with Baltimore hosting the game. Like they're you know, 
some updates that like Jameer Gibbs was limited today and David Montgomery didn't practice. I think we all kind of thought Montgomery wasn't going to play and it'd be Gibbs anyway, but just like to report that news, not really something that's going to impact a point spread. So you have the Ravens three point home favorite coming back from London against the Lions who cover like basically every number ever total in the low forties, maybe inclement weather. We're not really sure right now, but kind of your handicapping thoughts here with the, the Ravens hosting Detroit. Yeah, so interestingly, I think it was the Right Angle Sports release on Baltimore early in the week that pushed it up. There's been some buyback on the Lions. Uh, I think very highly of Detroit, generally speaking. I'd love to actually have some futures on Detroit, which I don't have right now, but I don't love this matchup for Detroit. So I actually like the Ravens in this spot. I made them north of three. Uh, you guys have known me for a long time. I'm more of like an X's and O's stylistics matchup type of handicapper. And all the things that the Ravens do well kind of play into the hands of what the Lions typically struggle with and vice versa. If you look at Jared Goff this year, he's been amazing against cover three defenses. You look at games that they've played against cover three, 0.51 EPA per play. He's destroyed that type of defense by far more than any other defense this year. Baltimore plays the third lowest rate of cover three in the entire league. Jared Goff against zone in general, fourth best quarterback in the league against man, well below average this season. Well, Baltimore plays a very low rate of man coverage as well. I, I don't see the opportunity for success for the Detroit offense unless, like, especially if it's going to be a win game because I just don't think that they're going to be able to run the ball effectively. Their style of running also plays right into the hands of what the Ravens defend well. Opposite side of things, Lamar this year, terrible when he's been blitzed, minus 0.2 EPA per play. The Lions don't blitz, third lowest rate in the entire league. There's just too much that... I think it's like the stylistic matchup here lends itself to my number in the game. Subjectively in my head, it doesn't feel right because I've I've been like so high on the Lions now for a bit. But if you look at the recent stretch, and we can do this for the Ravens as well, but specifically for the Lions, the likelihood that we are hit, like playing against them at their top with who they've played as their last four quarterbacks is extremely high. The last time they've played a really good offense, they got shredded by Seattle at home back in week two. And we forget about that because they've had this run of very easy quarterbacks. So I'm on the Ravens in this spot. I make this north of three. I'm still very high on the Lions. If I win my bet this week, we'll probably bet Lions Super Bowl futures at some point next week. All right, so Rob on one AFC North team with the Baltimore Ravens. Let's find out if he's on another here with the Cleveland Browns. And just to report the news here, um, Deshaun Watson did tell members of the media that he thinks he's going to play on Sunday for the Browns, but also did not practice today as he continues to nurse, like, whatever the hell, like, this shoulder rotator cuff injury that he got, that he has right now, whatever it is. So, again, Watson doesn't practice Wednesday, but tells the media he thinks he's going to play. This spread went up to three earlier today on Wednesday. Diz dipped back down now to two and a half. So, Rob, the current number at BetMGM. Cleveland, a two-and-a-half-point road favorite at Gardner Minshew in the Colts. The total is 40. How are you betting the Browns on the Colts? I'm betting the Colts. I just don't know when. So this is going to be very dependent on the news. I want Deshaun Watson to play and this number to go north. That's my preference on the game. I like fading quarterbacks in their first game back from injury. I think the market tends to overcorrect to their return in those games and oftentimes we see a lot of rust especially off of throwing arm type of injuries like Deshaun Watson has so I'm kind of waiting on this one if it ends up being a PJ Walker game and we're going to hang around in this range where it's at right now I'm fine with that and I'll take the Colts money line like we PJ Walker is terrible he is a terrible quarterback if we look at the last decade in the NFL and we took every quarterback 
that's thrown or dropped back at least 100 times to pass over the past decade. P.J. Walker ranks 126th out of 135 QBs in EPA per play. In success rate, there is only one quarterback worse in that span, and it was Jimmy Clausen, if I wanted to give you a throwback as well. Every other terrible quarterback, like Jeff Driscoll, uh, Deshaun Kaiser, Sam Ellinger, Paxton Lynch, they're all better than P.J. Walker in, in those types of metrics. So we can fixate on the Cleveland Browns defense all we want. Great performance last week. They're a great defense. But ultimately, do the Browns have that much chance of consistently moving the ball with this quarterback? Like He almost threw away the game against the 49ers last week with a perfect defensive performance. That play before the half where he very clearly fumbled. I don't know how we call that an incomplete pass or whatever it was. Ball wasn't even in his hand. He's like pushed it forwards. That rule needs to be changed in the offseason. Like he almost threw it away. One thing about the Cleveland defense, huge man coverage team. They play by far the most man coverage in the entire league, 8% more than any other team. If you look at Gardner Minshew historically, very good against man, very poor against zone. If you look at him just this year, 0.2 EPA per play against man, negative 0.14 against zone. There's not like a 0% chance Minshew can move the ball on this defense. There is some likelihood in it. And honestly, I think it's more likely that he can do it than PJ Walker, who people have just forgotten is absolutely terrible. So I will be on the Colts one way or another. I would prefer a bigger number with a Deshaun Watson return. But if it doesn't happen, I will buy the Colts at this price. Rob, what are you doing with this uh, this Commanders Giants game? Kind of kind of funny with what we've seen from the Commanders so far. To be like, yeah, they're a two and a half point road favorite, and an NFL game just like doesn't doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Then you're like, ah, oh, but they're playing the Giants, and they've been rated maybe like the worst team in the entire league so far this year. Division game, which kind of makes it a funny handicap too. Washington two and a half on the road, as you would imagine, a pretty low total in this game, about thirty nine. I make this Washington minus three, so I like the Commanders in this game. Uh, whether it's Tyrod, which I think is very likely at this point, who. Okay, I mean, 4.3 yards per play against Buffalo. I know they had a chance to win on Monday night, but this was with them going 10 for 19 on third downs. Like, that is not consistently repeatable for the Giants' offense. I just saw the injury report again. I don't even know, like, I don't even know who's playing on the offensive line for them anymore. I honestly have no idea on a week to week basis. It's, you know, Justin Pugh might, they activated from IR. He might play left tackle for them this week. It's, it's just disastrous for them all around. And very similarly to some of the other games we talked about, I think the way that Washington plays offense is suited to beat this Giants defense. If you look at Sam Howell this year, he has very drastic splits against zone and against man. Fifth best EPA per, le- uh, per play in the league against man. That's because he has receivers that can win one-on-one. And the Giants play man coverage at the second highest rate in the entire league. They also blitz a lot. And Sam Howell's been very good against the blitz this year as well. So if this turns into a weather game, it's bad weather, it's windy. I think Washington's defense can't get exposed in the deep passing game, which has hurt them a lot this year as well. And if we look at the Giants defense, 45% success rate against runs this season. That's a horrible number. The Washington defense has much been much better against the run and have the advantage against uh, the O-line at the line of scrimmage. So I like Washington in this game, irrespective of the weather. Um, I know the past history between the teams is concerning because the Giants have tended to dominate the series, but it's just a different Giants team now. Like the injury report is is... It's insane. I've ne- I actually have not seen anything like this ever. 
Uh, Daniel Jones limited in practice today on Wednesday. Andrew Thomas, the Giants' left tackle, did not practice on Wednesday. A bad sign for his status coming up on Sunday. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday. Bets for Week 7 in the NFL with our friend pro sports better Rob Bazola. Rob on Twitter at Rob Bazola. Rob, we got like four more games to hit here and have about four minutes. Let's go lightning round here, like 30 to 45 seconds per answer, if you'd be so kind. And let's go to the Pacific Northwest, where it'll be Josh Dobbs at quarterback this week for Arizona, maybe Kyler Murray next week. The Seahawks, seven and a half point home favorites against the Cardinals, the total 44 and a half. I would prefer a seven on Seattle. I don't think you have to rush to buy seven and a half right now. Arizona, I don't know how how they're perceived in market, but I do like Seattle in some capacity and especially in teasers this week because I just think that the Arizona is starting to morph into what we thought they were going to be prior to the season. Uh, Early down success rate is very predictive in the NFL. And if you look at Seattle, number two ranked offense in early down success rate, Arizona's defense 32nd, dead last in the league in early down success rate. I think that this ends up being a blowout in some capacity, just trying to time the market and get the best number. But would play Seattle uh, against Arizona this week. Rob, game of the week is uh, Eagles Sunday night football hosting the Dolphins. Uh, Eagles still just a a short favorite, like one and a half, two, two and a half all over the market. Uh, One of the highest totals, obviously, of the week in the low 50s. I don't want to oversimplify this, but I'm going to anyways. Miami's wins this year, five teams that have all been below average in terms of pressure rate in the league. The one loss, Buffalo, number one pressure rate. What does Buffalo do well? They rush for, they get home. That caused Miami problems. That's basically the blueprint of the Eagles defense. I'm aware of the injury reports in this game and who might be in and out for Philadelphia. I think they dominate both lines of scrimmage here. Vic Fangio wants to keep everything short, have teams methodically work downfield on him. I think that the Eagles are built to do that against this Miami defense. I think this is short. Great price that we're getting because the Eagles had a negative four turnover margin last week against the Jets. I really like Philadelphia this week. I feel like Philly's getting like a hot pick this week, and I feel like I'm a moron for not being on it right now. Rob, let's close and give us your thoughts on two more games here. We have about a minute for the answer. Uh, Kansas City and, and the Chargers, the Chiefs five and a half point home favorites right now, a total of 48. And then we've got Buffalo and Josh Allen earlier today on Wednesday saying that he'll be good to go, no issues. So we can expect Josh Allen to start on Sunday on the road at the Patriots in a potentially like big time, like wind impacted game in Foxborough. Buffalo, an eight and a half point road favorite. The total there is 41. So Rob, Chiefs and Chargers, Bills and Patriots. We have about a minute for the answer. Okay, Bills Patriots, monitor the injury report. If the, uh, the, the weather report, excuse me. If the wind goes down, this total is way too low. The Patriots are a cover two defense. Josh Allen destroys cover two. That's why he's always been killing the Bills year after, uh, excuse me, the Patriots year after year. So I'm very much monitoring this. Even with the wind, if this keeps getting bet down, I might still play the over in this game. So that's my look there. With the, with the Chargers and the Chiefs, I know Drew Dinsick, Whale Capper calls this the Widowmaker spot, short rest against extra rest if sixes pop back up i'm not going to be able to resist taking the chargers like the chargers just play so many close i know the chiefs defense is better this year you can give me all the reasons that the chiefs might blow them out but in my head i just see the chargers losing by three and four so many times that i cannot resist that six if it pops back up so those are two games that i'm eyeing this weekend uh over in the pats game and the la chargers plus six rob listen man I like the Chargers also. We don't we don't need the six. They're, they're going to lose by three. And Herbert's going to like stand toe-to-toe with Mahomes, and they're going to lose at the very end. So, so we're, as a, we're As good. a numbers guy, I need the six, but I know exactly what you're saying, Nick. I know exactly what you're uh, saying. 
Rob is on Twitter at Rob Pizzola. You got to check out The Hammer on Twitter at The Hammer HQ and check out Rob's sports betting podcast, Circles Off. Rob has been coming on with us since 2019. Support him. Circles Off on Twitter at Rob Pizzola and at The Hammer HQ on Twitter. My friend, best of luck with your bet. Stay well. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, guys. Good luck this week. Coming up next, Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger dishing on week seven in the NFL. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.